Hey everybody, Doug Addison. Welcome to Spirit Connection. It is April 5th, 2017, and we're so glad you could join us. Uh, if you're new to us, we do this first Wednesday of every month. We also broadcast this again, the replay in audio and video on my website and uh, later on uh, this week and throughout the month. You can catch it on iTunes as well. But I've got some new prophetic words as well as some things to watch for over the next couple of months. And you can chat in your questions if you're live with us. Uh, the chat room, we've got Pam, Krista, Jenny, Zakia, I think. Oh, gosh, maybe even Jennifer. And if I miss someone, sorry, it's my team. Uh, I can't do it without them. They're such a great team. And I'll be doing a Q&A later on the broadcast also. Don't dart off for those who take off after the word. I want to talk to you about... A new, uh, a, a new book I have coming out on the supernatural on heaven because I'm going to be talking about heaven in this broadcast. You're going to want to stick around to hear that as well as we do some Q&A. So anyway, you can stay connected with me, DougAddison.com. Also, Facebook, The Doug Addison, Twitter and Instagram, Doug T. Addison. My daily prophetic words, hashtag daily prophetic. You can catch those on social media or get them by email at my website, uh, that's what I do. Just fill out your email address. We won't spam you or anything like that. While you're there, pick up my free ebook, How to Hear God's Voice Clearly for Yourself. All right. Have you listened to my new Spirit Connection podcast? Now, this is the Spirit Connection webcast, but I have a weekly podcast as well. It's about a 30, 40 minute. And I just wanted to say, we got some uh, cool things coming up this month in the month of April. Got special guests. Brad Cummings was the co-author and the uh, and also one of the co-producers of the movie The Shack. I've done it an interview. You'll be I mean blew me away, boy oh boys. And I just loved that one. And also Michael Michael Terrell of Whole Toads Music. You're gonna want to hear these such powerful times coming up on Spirit Connection podcast this month. All right, let's pray, God. We thank you for all that you're doing. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you that you're moving in the internet. Yes, on the internet as it is in heaven. We declare that right now, that you're outside of time. You're outside of everything. And so you're inside of us. But you're just moving right now in such new ways. We ask, Father, that you move. And Holy Spirit, come and move during the this webcast, during the replays, in Jesus' name. Okay. All right. Well, you know, April is a time which the wind of change is going to continue to blow. Now, this is an angel that comes this time every year or, you know, right around this time. This year, it was between March and May. And I've seen this angel. It's not the winds of change. That's different. This is a, a wind of change. It's like a straight line wind comes in rearranges everything. It's not necessarily a physical wind. This is an angel that comes in and bring changes, uh, brings the changes from heaven to earth. And uh, this year, the wind of change is blowing through the end of May. And it'll bring major realignments. It's going to bring reassignments. People, get ready. Listen, get ready to cross over into a new time, into a new season in which God is going to bring provision to you in such unusual ways through unusual people even though things might look not, might not look clear yet don't worry over the next 30 to 60 days you're going to gain greater insight from the Lord 
I am having major encounters with the Lord daily now. I mean, this is just kicked up in the last week. Now, it usually does for me as a seer prophet. I am. I have a lot of visitations right around Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur in the in the fall, and then during the time uh, and and of the springtime and also Passover is the time where I start having more and more, and boy, everything is really kicked up. And so one one thing that is important right now. You know, this is a, a, a visitation I had, I want to talk to you about, and I call it the books of land and seasons being reconciled in heaven. On March 16th, I had an encounter and I heard the Lord say, the books of land and seasons are being reconciled in heaven over everyone. And then as usual, I, I'm usually the, the guinea pig, you know, God shows me what's going on. I experience it, that I, I release it on the spirit connection like this and also on my on my blog and it goes around the internet it'll be out next week with this word but i had never heard these words before the land and seasons and especially being reconciled over us and then in this encounter i had a vision in which i was shown a previous time that's a season in my life that took place took that was in a place that was the land so here we go a land and seasons it was where I grew up in northeastern Ohio. I had been there a long time. And I'd always felt God was going to do something new there. And we even planted our first church back in 1998, years ago, and uh, visited there with family members. But now, you know, I've lived in California more than half my life. And in the encounter, I was being told by an angel that my my account in heaven has been credited for righteousness. Yes, that's that's biblical. Genesis 15, 6. Romans 4.22 talks about being credited for righteousness for what I had done in that land and in a previous season. And in the vision, I was shown scenes of my life during that time. And I had actually given out to many people there. I lost many family members uh, due to sickness and all kinds of things happened. But I had sown back in over and over. And I had asked the Lord to show me as I was having this vision, I was coming out of it, I asked the Lord to show me, you know, where's this in the Bible? It's a good thing to do. And uh, so I was led immediately to Psalm 125 and 126. Psalm 125, 3 and 4. The Lord spoke to me. This is what's going on. The scepter of the wicked will be will not remain over the land allotted to the righteous. For the righteous might not use it, uh, uh, might use it to do evil. But the Lord, we say, Lord, do good to those who are good and to those who are upright in heart. So the scepter of the wicked is no longer going to remain over the land. And there are people who have been controlling the land uh, for the uses outside of what God wants to do. And then uh, the Lord took me to Psalm 126, 4 4 through 6. Restore our fortunes, Lord, like the streams of Negev. Those who sow in tears will reap with songs of joy, and those who go out weeping will carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaths with them. The prophetic word over this right now, over the land and seas, this is really important, that the scepter of the wicked, that means the control of the land and callings allotted to that, are now being transferred to you, to many people, to people who are, it's available to, things are being transferred right now for those to use it 
for the purposes of peace. The Lord is restoring lost fortunes, land and callings, inheritances. Right now, the books in heaven are being balanced for those who have sown in tears in the past seasons and now are about to reap with joy. And those who have wept before the Lord, carrying the words of the Lord, are now going to return with songs and joy in the sheaves of harvest. Uh, you're going to weep for joy. And those who have been weeping for joy are not going to start reaping from your weeping. I don't you get that. But the Lord gave me that word that many people are going to reap for those areas that you've uh, wept over. And so as I began to research the land and seasons in the Bible, I was shown a portion of Deuteronomy in which the Israelites entered into the season prom, uh, a season to possess the land that was the promised land. And they had come out of Egypt, out of captivity. They came out of Egypt, which has to do, by the way, the way they got out was through, there was a Passover experience and we're moving into the month of Passover. So it's Deuteronomy 11, uh, 13 and 14. The Lord drew, uh, drew me here because it was a place where it talked about land and seasons. At Deuteronomy 11, 11, they start to move into this new land for the, for the first time. And this, uh, and this part, and it shall be that you earnestly obey, if you will earnestly obey my commands, which I command you today to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, that I will give you the rain for your land in its seasons, the early rain and the latter rain, that you may gather in your grain the new wine and, and your oil. Now, this is interesting. This is what Jesus said later on. I remember this. He said, uh, you know, when they ask him, what's the greatest commandment? He didn't quote it. You know, he, he really didn't quote the Ten Commandments. He, quote, he, he quoted this, is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your might. And this, if you do this, will cause God to move on you. But love is the key to everything. I'm telling you, I've had encounter after encounter that God, God is saying right now, we're bound up, we're late in revivals. The, the heavens have been closed because people haven't understood that love binds us together and that we have to open the heavens by loving God, loving our neighbor and ourselves. So this is being fulfilled over many people right now. Many of you listening, God is opening up repayment for your suffering in the past. Also fulfilling promises from long ago. Expect to see the rain. These things were either spoken over you or your family long ago. Expect to see that rain from heaven, this new wine. And what that means is a flow of the Holy Spirit. If new wine represents the levels of the Holy Spirit, oil representing the Holy Spirit, expect to see the Lord start to renew things in your life. It's happening to me right now. I'm having to get up extra early. I'm having to wear a dictation headphone, a headset in the morning. I'm getting so much revelation. I'm having to dictate it into my computer. And I haven't been in this kind of season in a long time. But I say, man, this is a Deuteronomy 11 season and God is doing something. So no more delay between now and May. Our March 31st, I was awakened to a sound coming from heaven. And it wasn't clear at first. So I got up out of bed and, and I heard heaven repeating over and over. No more delay between now and May. No more delay between now and May. And this went on for about an hour. And then it, it seemed to be in shouts of celebration and praise coming from heaven. And God spoke to me that there's a great celebration happening right now in heaven. Because many people have survived the testings 
those who have gone through it, you know, uh, gone through the testing or just gone through it, gone through the rigor and still seeking the Lord. The, because now you're being promoted. This is a time that things are going to become more and more clear between now and the end of May. And very the reason that you the very reason that you were created and came to earth is about to be revealed to many of you right now. Now, another key thing right now is Passover. It's going to be a good one this year. Now we're no, we're no longer under the Jewish law, but God operates on a Jewish calendar. And the Passover is the Jewish festival that celebrates God's greatness when He gave instructions to the Israelites how to get up, how to get out of, uh, get out of Egypt. And he gave them a strategy to cause a disaster to pass over their houses. You can read it in Exodus 11 and 12. But every year, they, the, the Jewish people still celebrate Passover. And I celebrate it in a prophetic way. I'm not Jewish. I'm quite Gentile. Thank you. But I celebrate it. I celebrate Passover in a way where I seek the Lord like Moses did. Moses sought the Lord for a strategy. And the Lord gave him the strategy to break them free. And this year, Passover starts at sundown, April 10th. It goes through sundown, April 18th. Prophetic aspect of Passover is it's still available to us today. When uncertain times come in the form of economic or personal attacks, environmental storms, in other words, attacks in your family, on your health or finances, God can reveal, and he will, he'll reveal strategies that will allow you to avoid these things and even receive a blessing in the midst of difficult times. Now you'll find this, Genesis 26, 12, Genesis 41, the concept of receiving a blessing during the down times. But to see uh, see God move, you can go back and just look every year right around this time and, and see if God has released anything to you. It might not be exactly on those days of Passover, but boy, it's, it's in the neighborhood. For me, it comes early this year. God's going to release prophetic strategies for you during the celebration of Passover. And it'll come in forms of prophetic words. It's going to come to dreams, visions. Maybe God's speaking to you directly through the Bible, through others. Uh, but the exciting time about this is that you're going to be able to hear God clearly during this season. Now, last year at Passover, the Lord spoke to me, Isaiah 60. And you could, uh, he told me that you could actually take Isaiah 60 and stick your name in there. And it, and it would it was things that were going to come to pass. And it happened for me and many people I know. And this year, the Lord says it's going to be Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61 is coming and for 2017. And this is a powerful, powerful uh, chapter. It, it takes the promises that God gives. And I want to invite you to take some of those. Just take one, take one. And proclaim it, begin to pray it in, decree it, and see what happens. There are five things from Isaiah 61 that I ask for this year. Now, there's more. You can look it up. But Isaiah 61, 1 and 2, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the, for the prisoners. Proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance for our God to comfort those who mourn. My goodness, you can grab any of those promises. That's the that is a, Isaiah sixty one is uh, one of the first prophetic promises I heard the Lord speak over my life. It was the first time I heard the Holy Spirit speak in nineteen eighty eight. I didn't even know there was Isaiah sixty one. I heard it 
open my Bible and begin to cry before the Lord because he began to say this, that he's calling me to preach the good news. And I was a backslidden mess at the time. I was uh, alcoholic for, and I was just coming off of meth at the time in the 80s. And God used Isaiah 61 to be one of the, one of the, uh, just a guiding verses for my entire life. So God's releasing from heaven these new gifts and assignments and anointings to release people held in darkness for those who have been suffering, for those who mourn, for the grieving. This is your time of, uh, of relief. And in verse three, provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of the spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord's of the Lord to display his splendor. Listen, God's going to do this. He's going to cause you to, uh, he's going to cause you to begin to, uh, to rejoice. He's going to turn your mourning and those who have been mourning or, or suffering from grief, he's going to turn that despair and he's going to turn it around and you're going to be an oak of righteousness, which means that you're going to help bring healing to the brokenhearted people and the oil of gladness and joy is going to overflow you starting this year and strength He's going to strengthen you like an oak of righteousness so that people can come to you who are suffering from these things. And so here's another one. Verse number four out of Isaiah 61. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been uh, devastated for uh, generations. Now listen, the Lord is going to reveal callings and gifts that have been forgotten in your family line and people around you. He's going to restore things that you have forgotten about. And it's going to, it's going to happen. Here's another one. Verse 7, instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. Instead of grace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And you will inherit a double portion in your land. And an everlasting joy will be yours. I don't know if you're catching this, but boy, I'm feeling the the anointing of God right now on this, that the double portion is coming to us this month during Passover. That's why the wind of change is here, to blow these things into place. So get ready for the double portion of God's goodness, of blessings, of inheritance to come to you this time. Verse 9, Isaiah 61, 9. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are the people of the Lord and they are blessed. Favors being restored. The people are going to take notice and blessing and repayment is going to start to come. Wow, that's a powerful word. I just want to stop and release that right now. Lord, I activate this word over us. Father, would you cause this time, the anointing uh, of the land and seasons adjustments happening right now, the repayment. Isaiah 61 coming alive right now that you're going to release from darkness those who have been held down and you're going to release those who have been mourning and grieving. You're going to release those who have been weeping and that they're going to start reaping now instead and now rebirth those ancient things and bring the double portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. I want to uh, give this prophetic word about the about Washington and the White House, Washington, D.C. for the U.S. In the next 45 days or so, the wind of change is going to hit Washington and the White House. Now, I'm encouraging people to pray for the president. This is not a judgment word. 
I mean, so many people, you, you mentioned a prophetic word, oh, there's judgment, we're going to judge these people, into, so they're going to turn and finally worship the Lord. No, you're going to love them. That's what the Lord said. He's not going to judge them into worshiping Him. He's going to have you love them into worshiping Him. That's the way it works. So right now, no matter who you voted for, I'm encouraging people to pray for President Trump. I don't care who you voted for. I pray for him. Whether you agree or disagree with his politics, whether you don't like him or you love him, he needs your prayers right now because the weight of his office is settling upon him. And there's been a sense of unrest in the government. It's during these times, it's often common when there's a t uh, you know administration change. But pray that God will rest upon the leaders, not just in the White House, the leaders everywhere. And you can check out my blog on how to pray for the president. And here's a prayer strategy the Lord gave me. And I pray this every day. And I say, pray, I say, God, would you surround the president with godly counsel and wisdom? Now, you can do this with, uh, with any leader. Surround them with godly counsel and, and, uh, and wisdom. Declare, only those chosen by the Lord will be placed in leadership positions. Ask God to speak to the spouses and family members through dreams and revelation. Now, that happened in the Bible. With Pilate's wife got a dream that helped her husband deal with the crowd concerning Jesus in Matthew 27. Pray for our leaders that they will call upon godly counsel to help interpret and advise. Declare that all demonic spirits and influences be revealed and the plans of the enemy may be made known. We pray right now that God, you would bless and protect them, the leaders. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would stop terrorism. I pray that the prophetic intercessors would rise up right now. And they would. that's what I'm just really releasing this, hoping the intercessors get hold of it and begin to pray it in, that we would stop terrorism, that we'd stop this thing before it happens. So I pray this daily over the president and leaders, and I want to encourage you to come into agreement with it as well. Now, I had an encounter on 4-4, which, by the way, was yesterday. I had an encounter this morning on 4-5, but on, this is fresh off the press. I haven't even really processed this, but I had a major encounter with the Lord yesterday. I heard him say in the morning, he was like 4 in the morning, uh, you know, I heard him say, get up, Doug. And I heard what I say when I, when I get up, I usually ask around, you know, I ask God, what what is it, you know, what? What's going to happen? Is it going to be the daily prophetic word come on me all of a sudden? And I'm going to dictate that in? And, or is it going to be something, you know, what's going on? Sometimes I'm, I, I overhear council meetings. I get strategies from heaven. But instead, I heard him say, Doug, go get a cup of tea. Gosh, the Lord must be English. Doug, go get a cup of tea and put on your, tech, your dictation headset because I'm about to speak to you. Quite often when I hear this, when he says this, I'm going to have a series of visions that occur that I don't really have time to write. I don't have time to stop and type. And uh, so I usually put on my, uh, I, you know, I open my Mac and I get my, my dragon dictated, my headset on, I position myself and I, you know, get ready. And so when I'm using the dictation program, it helps me get the details down and still stay in the spirit during these encounters. So um, I haven't fully processed this one yet, but I thought I'd throw it out there and hope that the prophetic intercessors would grab hold of this one as well and pray, ask God wisdom and see if it applies to you. Quite often I see visions 
then uh, I go to the Bible to confirm them as a seer. I'm a seer prophet. That's very common for us seer prophets. We see, and then, you know, we, we often have to look at, back into the Bible. But just recently, things have really shifted over me and everybody, by the way. Your gifts have shifted. If you haven't found this out yet, I want to invite you to begin to try something different. Everything's different right now. Anyway, my gift shifted. So right now, I'm actually, uh, the Lord is taking me to a place in the Bible. I begin to read it and even bounce around to these different places. And as I read them, I start seeing visions for the, from the Lord. It's hard to describe. As I see these, I'm, I'm actually seeing the things that I'm reading, but not back then. I'm seeing a, a now word taking place. I'm seeing um, an application of it uh, for today. It's hard to describe um, in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, I believe it is, it's either 12, I believe it is 13. The Apostle Paul was caught up in the second heaven, I'm sorry, in the third heaven. He was caught up in paradise in the third heaven and he saw things that were were uh, unlawful to mention. He said, it shook him up. These are the types of things I'm starting to have. Uh, some of them shake me up and I see these visions. So uh, yesterday, several of them took place from the book of Ezekiel. And I began to see the visions of, that the Lord was bringing about the things similar to these Bible verses, but in a modern context. And I want to be very clear. This is not about bringing judgment this is not about what those some of those chapters were. I mean, it's not, you know, the result. In other words, uh, in some of the chapters, there was, you know, some people were put to death, things like that. It's not at all what I'm talking about here. The Lord told me that his resources right now is going to shift. And it's going to shift to uh, off of one group and go on to another now he taught he he said these words to me that that uh, I was dictating this. He says, "I'm now shifting off of a group that's called the rebellious religious spirit." Now he made it very clear that there's a religious spirit that you know that there's people who operate in a religious spirit, and you know some of them uh, are um, a little bit you know in other words they have an appearance of godliness but lack its love and its power. Second Timothy three five. Uh, these are Christians who are not loving or, or maybe wounding people. But see, there's a difference. He was saying this. Listen, he says, I love everybody. I even love the religious spirit. I even love those who aren't like you is what he's telling me. But he said, but not the rebellious ones that have risen up now. He said, I, there's, a, there's a group of rebellious religious Christians that are not loving and they're wounding people. And the Lord uh, is actually now he's not going to judge them. In fact, he says he, there will be a remnant of them remain and that they will still have salvation, everything like that. But their assignments and things that were called, that they were called to do is now shifting in heaven. And God is bringing new assignments and heavenly resources upon those who are called to be part of this next movement to reach those who've been wounded by the rebellious religious spirit. Now, I'm not, believe me, I'm trying to do this without sounding judgmental or negative. But this is what I saw yesterday. Like I said, I haven't even processed it. It probably won't even be out on a prophetic word yet. I wanted to get it out to you and the prophetic intercessors begin to pray this through. 
Now, I'm not saying you to go look. You're not going to go on a witch hunt looking for these rebellious people saying, hey, the Lord's, uh, you know. Anyway, that's not what it's about. What it's about is this. If you're, we are called, many of you listening to me are called to a revival of the outcast. This is the Ezekiel 34 weak sheep who were driven away. And God is now calling them back. And in the vision, I saw the Lord sending angels. This was the important part. Not about the other part about God lifting off of a group. No, this is the important part. If you can hear me, please. I saw something similar to Ezekiel 9. And I saw angels going out to mark those who were called to be part of this next movement. This started to happen yesterday. Now, keep in mind, I was seeing Ezekiel 9, but not judgment and God going to kill the people or anything like that. But the only way I could describe it is the, is the angels that I was seeing going out, marking people, uh, was similar to Ezekiel 9. And God is sending out invitations right now. Listen, you're listening to me. You're part of this. I know many people are to get ready for this next move of God. I heard the Lord say that I have sheep of a different pastor. And this is John 6, 10, 16. That was, we know was the Gentiles. But the Lord is saying right now, and this is in my 2017 prophetic forecast book. He says, I have sheep of a different pasture is because they were the Ezekiel 34 weak sheep who got driven away and they're being uh, rampaged. They're being ransacked by the enemy. And the Lord's saying, I'm adored. I'm a, this is what I heard him say. I'm ordaining a new wave of people to be pastors of the sheep of the different pasture. Now, these pastors will not wear suits and ties. They won't speak behind pulpits. They're going to be in the streets, the clubs, and the pubs. They're going to be in Starbucks. They're going to be in the unusual places. And they will begin to speak a language. The Lord is giving a language right now. It's a new sound coming from heaven. It's a new language that's going to capture the attention and the hearts of the outcast. The Lord's saying right now, I'm calling forth. I'm marking the new leaders of this movement. I'm marking those who are going to be involved in it. Those who have been humble and those who have gone through the fire of the Lord. God says, I'm moving right now on them, drawing them. This, I tell you, I, I believe it's many people listening because if you've been following many of my prophetic words this is uh, the anointing so strong right now. I'm standing in an authority of the Lord to declare these words. This is not about the Lord lifting or judging anybody. This is about you and me and many people who are called to be part of this next move. The Lord's sending out invitations right now. And that's what I wanted to say. I haven't really uh, seen this, the heavens be this active in a very long time. I've never seen so much uh, so many things happen and God's saying his priority is now opening up to the wounded and the hurting that need the love of Jesus. And many of these people are considered to be an abomination by Christians. Would you be willing to reach out to them? This is what the Lord asked. Are you willing to reach out? Jesus came and think about it. His ministry was primarily to the uh, to the lepers. They were the abomination in his day. They were the ones, they were the untouchables. And the Lord's saying, we have spiritual lepers today. We have those that the Christians are afraid to touch. They're afraid to get near. They're not physically leper. They're spiritually pushed away. Now, they're not, like, get, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's not them. It's how many Christians have perceived this group of people. 
And I tell you, this is our time to rise up. The God is going to start over the next 45 days. You're going to see a major shift start to happen. And it's not, a, it's not going to be about us and them and, you know, who's got the anointing, who's going to be operating in this new thing. It's going to be a major, major change. And those who have been humble and walked through the fire are going to start to rise up. Those who have wept, you know, they've, they've wept tears and tears. You're going to start reaping for your weeping. And even this morning, I, I tell you, on four or five, I had an encounter for two hours in heaven again. And I was taken into a place called the Library of Heaven. And I was given wisdom about how this revival was going to come. Because when I got up this morning, I heard the Lord say, you know, get a cup of tea and put on your headset again. And I knew something was going on. And I knew about this yesterday. It was about the revival. And the Lord opened up my journal to me that I hadn't even seen this. And or an encounter that I had back in May of 2013. I had... Um, I had forgotten that on just my last Christmas, I had another encounter on it. And uh, it's a long story. I'd have to catch up on it. You could actually write a chapter of a book on that encounter. But the Lord says, I'm now doing it. And so this morning, he's unveiling this to me over and over. And, I, and again, this time I go, I say, Lord, can I go into the, I've been into the library of heaven before because I figure I need wisdom to get a plan. If I'm going to be part of leading this, I'm not going to be the, the leader, but I'm going to be a, a, a key strategist in this. And you can read this in my uh, prophetic forecast book, the 2017 prophetic forecast, because there's a revival coming. So I asked to go into the library of heaven this morning. And as I went in the library, and yep, there's a librarian angel, met me and gave me some words and said, I said, uh, may I see the books of revival, please? And the angel took me to this department, this whole section of the books of revival, and then turned to me and said, but before we can bring the books of revival, we must bring some understanding into a few things. And he began to, and it's God's timing. And he began to show me things about God's timing and wisdom and how to get in synchronization. He showed me with Jesus, uh, how Jesus got in synchronization with heaven and how he knew where to go and when to go and what to do. That's coming, my friends. That's coming. And I just want to encourage you that this is the time. I'm I'm drunk in the spirit now. Uh, This is the time like never before. And I'm I'm ready to burst into tears because of these encounters are so intense. They're so intimate. They're so powerful. And it's the love of the Lord over, you know, that is overshadowing things. It is not the judgment of the Lord that's coming. It's the love of of the Lord that is coming. So Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you would activate this word. I pray we just give it to you, Lord. All these things, because I am a times and seasons prophet, and I was given in the last two days, the last weeks, two weeks, I was given key keys to this, uh, to the timing of this, the timing and things that need to be released. But first, you said you're raising up the leaders. You're marking these people who are going to be part of it, many of you have been on the back uh, on the back burner. Many like Joseph in prison in Genesis 40 and 41, forgotten in prison. Many of you had uh, prophetic words from the Lord. Everything opposite happened. Many of you have been 
waiting for the things that God had promised, but you felt like God wasn't going to come and you've given up. This is your time. I'm telling you. I'm banking it all on it. I'm believing it with all my heart. So, Father, we activate this. We say yes to you, to on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Well, you can go to DougAddison.com, my website. Consider donating to us, by the way. Uh, You could donate by text now. Just text the word L-O-V-E to 45888, L-O-V-E to 45888, or become a partner with us. You know that uh, the Bible's clear. I'm not a big one. on. I don't do offerings. and I mean, I, I receive them and things, but I don't focus on it at all. And the Lord blesses us an amazing amount uh, and, and to be able to do his work. And that's what he says, that those bless the work of a prophet receive a prophet's reward. And that's our, par- our partners and people who donate to us. I pray for you every day. And uh, we have a, a partner program. It's not really a program in the sense that uh, it is one. We have a, a private Facebook page that we invite you to. We have a uh, we have a pastor over our partners, Pam, and uh, and and um, we take it seriously. I send out a video to you every month, uh, and uh, that doesn't go out to the other people. So consider partnering with us. Just go to dougaddison.com, click on the donate page. You can do it one time or monthly. That's fine. While you're there, remember daily prophetic words in my social media. Wow, powerful. I'm kind of really out of it at the moment. Ooh. I just want to touch on a couple of things before we go into some Q&A. Uh, we have the online prophetic school. The Lord told me to launch this years ago. It took me a while to do it. And it's the online prophetic activation school called Hearing the Voice of God. And you can take it anytime, anywhere. It's not like you have tests or anything like that. It's 24-7. And it's got 12 monthly sessions with me and others, other leaders. There's coaching and mentoring sessions with people like Lance Wallnow, Barbie Brother. You, we have a lot of stuff in this. If you want to take the 14-day free test drive, go to Hearing God 365, hearinggod365.com. Sign up for the test drive and uh, looking forward. I also do a live call with the group. And we have one coming up for the month of April. And those are always powerful as well. Many people have been curious about angels in heaven and supernatural things, you know, especially with some of the prophetic words with TV shows and the way that you know, I talk about it a lot. I have a new book coming out called Discovering the Supernatural, Interacting with the Angelic and Heavenly Realms in Your Daily Life. Now, this is going to help you how to understand how you can do this. I call it being naturally supernatural with heaven and angels as well. Practical, biblical way how to discern the counterfeit versus the real. How to open up the heavens over yourself develops, uh, and to develop your spiritual senses. I'll also introduce you to the understanding the courtroom of heaven and a lot more. It's going to be a great book. Do you want to share it with your friends and family who are curious about the supernatural? Would you learn more about it? And I'll be making the pre-order available on April 20th. Yes, on 420. For those who get it, uh, we're going to make it available because it's going to really, it's going to be better than 420. But on April 20, you can, you can start, um, join us. Uh, you know, you want to follow us on uh, social media or um, or on my website, so you'll know when we're releasing new things like this. Also, hey, it's the month of Passover, and I'm going to be speaking, and I want you to come. 
April 13th through 16th, the 2017 Passover Glory Festival in Phoenix, also known as Tempe, Arizona, is hosted by David and Stephanie Herzog. And Joshua Mills will be there. Uh, um, Joan Hunter, my really good friend, Joan Hunter. Jake Hamilton is going to be leading worship. Myself, my wife, we're going to be there. It's going to be a four-day weekend that's going to be packed full of power and glory. It's going to be a time of impartation, miracles, healing, signs, wonders, prophetic revelation. The Lord spoke to me that something new is going to open during that time. I really want to encourage you. I don't, and I'm pretty sure they're not streaming it on the internet. So you'll want to, you'll want to go there if you can. It'll be great. All right. So let's now shift over uh, to, I've got Pam. She's been uh, sending me over, uh, over email here. She's actually texting these things, I think. I've got to change my glasses. Here we go. Some of the questions that you're asking, that people are asking right now, that I'm going to answer. I'm going to find them first of all. Here we go. Thank you so much, Pam, for doing that and the others of the Enlight team. All right, here's a question. This is from, uh, it's the initials DAS, I believe. Uh, do we have to pass through pain when God is about to birth something new in us? Especially uh, when we've already been in pain. Well, you know, I don't know if it's uh, uh, 100% necessary, but everything I read in the Bible, everything I read has never really come that easily. And uh, yes, I've been through a lot of pain. I tell you, I've been through so much pain. I didn't know if I could take any more pain. But I want to tell you that it's about to birth. Things are about to birth. Go back and look at nine and ten months ago. Last May and June, you're going to see things that that are starting to happen then that got sidetracked. And uh, God's about to birth some things. It's possible to not have pain. I finally embraced pain in my life. And I, I tell you, I've been a pain-free guy. I don't like pain. I don't like needles. I don't like any of that stuff. But I have finally come to the place where your grace is sufficient, Lord. And if it, and the Apostle Paul came to a place where pain was glory. But in this case, I'm just going to pray for you that God can give it to you without any pain, if that's possible. Just ask him how things are possible for those who believe, right? This is from Debbie. I have a very negative person around me. She goes out of her way to cause me trouble. I try to pray for her, but it seems to get worse. Any advice? Yeah, you know, you can't leave the world. We're going to have those people all around us. I have them in my life. Everybody does. And it's those times when you, I tell you, there's something about it when you, uh, I had, a, I had, and in one case, I had someone like this at my work who kept on before I was uh, in ministry, of course, and it kept on and on and on. And finally, I began to bless them. I found ways to bless them. And it turned the spiritual atmosphere around. And I think, I don't know what I did, but I bought their favorite food or something. I don't know. Did something, begin to bless them. Bless those who curse you, Jesus said. Pray for those who persecute you. So continue to do that, Debbie. Sorry that you're going through it. Here's one from Liz. Um, let me grab hold of this, see if I can. Here we go. Hold on. I got to cue it up again. Here we go. Here's one from Liz. How does death of a person connect to someone's calling? Can uh, a calling or a mantle that was never fulfilled be passed to someone else? So I guess what you're asking is, 
you know, if someone dies and they have this calling or mantle, can it be connected or to someone else? Yes, it's possible. We see that handed down. But you know what's going on today? This is what I've seen today. That I've watched this happen is people are crying out for, you know, someone passes and uh, or, you know, something happens and, uh, you know, you ask for their mantle. But listen, mantles now take years. They take years to, in some cases, to mature in. These are the higher level callings. The gifts can be passed down. But what I'm seeing God do now, not in every case, but he is breaking them up into assignments so that when one seed falls to the ground, as Jesus said, as one dies and falls to the ground, many more will spring up so that uh, what you want to do is ask for an assignment from the Lord for that person so that it can be passed to you. I pick up assignments all the time from people. Hope that helps. This is from KB7. What do you see happening in the spirit during Passover? I just talked about it. And what I see happening is, is God giving you a Passover strategy. And you'll need to ask for it, though. You have to ask. These are not automatic. None of this stuff is automatic. So you want to ask for it. And then also Isaiah 61, begin to pray that in. Here's from Debbie K. How do you seek ye first? Seek first the kingdom of God. What exactly does that mean? That's Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God. It's one of the biblical principles that it should be, you know, really part of all of our lives. So an example to seek first the kingdom of God, when I have, uh, when I hear the Lord, the first thing I do is I seek first his word. I, I look to the Bible. That's seeking the kingdom. When I get up uh, in a practical way, if I get up and I'm really busy, I seek first the kingdom. I stop and pray no matter how busy. I stop and ask the Lord. I don't care if it's a 30-second prayer or a freeway prayer. Stop and ask him and begin to pray. So these are the things that you go to God first, and, uh, no matter what your situation, and then he will release revelation to you. Hope that helps. This is from Micah and Amber. Do you have a recent word of the Lord on relocations? Yeah, you know what? Uh, most everybody that that is asking me this, I'm saying wait till after May because it's going to open up things after May, after the wind of change, and <clears throat> they're going to see things, you know, really start to take place after that. So I would wait if you're wait. It doesn't mean to wait to move. Don't get me wrong. If God's already spoken to you, then I would encourage you then to uh, go ahead and get confirmation of it, especially with moves. Don't do it on one piece of revelation or one dream. But uh, I would recommend waiting till after May if you haven't really gotten clarity yet. Here's a question. What do you see, um, what can be the cause for not remembering dreams? Well, it could be you're in a season of not remembering. I'm an avid dreamer. I went through a season of not remembering dreams. It was really hard. Uh, or... It could be your sleeping patterns right now, or it could be even your diet or different things like that. Um, <clears throat> I would, um, I can open up the dreams for you. I found that when I drink, I wouldn't know if this is the case, but if I wake up in the middle of the night, I tend to remember more dreams instead of the one right before I woke up. You tend to dream all night. So I drink some water before bed. Is it get up in the middle of the night? You'll remember some dreams. And you're dreaming anyway. Just so you know, everybody's dreaming all the time. Just because you don't remember doesn't mean it's bad or good. I had some major dreams last night. Didn't remember them. That's all I wrote down. Or you might remember a piece or a, a snippet or a piece of, you know, I call them snippets of dreams. Write those down. 
even if it's all you remember is interacting with a certain person, write it down because later on the Lord might reveal more to you. And you, if you didn't write it down, you're going to go back, oh, where was that snippet? So I pray right now in the name of Jesus for those who are not remembering your dreams. Open it, God. Open the heavens. Give them strategies for remembering their dreams in Jesus' name. Wow, good question. All right, here's another question. This is from Julie. Is it... Um, <clears throat> Is something wrong with us when we don't have those kind of encounters like Doug Addison has? No, not at all. In fact, that's why I wrote the book that's coming out about the heavenly encounters so that you know that you don't have to have the encounters like I have. In fact, early on and even a few years ago, I did not have these. I am 58 years old now and for a number of years I operated in my prophetic giftings. I did not have these things, uh, you know, like this. But it doesn't matter if you are or not. And so that's what this book is about, is how to be aware of it. Is that my, uh, the, the banner verse over my life and over all my ministry and all my words and all that I teach and do is Ephesians 1.17. I pray that God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. And that's it. Wisdom and revelation, heavenly encounters, all that stuff. It's not to have them to, you know, to, to say that you're better or closer to the Lord. It is to know him better. And I want to tell you that mine were far and, and few between because it just happened to be a position that I moved into just a few years ago. And it came with a lot of testing. But I want to tell you that if you have dreams, many times people are having dreams of this. You're having dreams of angels. These are the faceless people in dreams. You're having dreams of, uh, you know, the, uh, of different things. And that's the Lord showing you what's going on in heaven. In fact, be thankful that if you're not having heavenly encounters like this, because it brings a big price tag, especially if you're not really into suffering, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be asking for it. And you can, I do, I ask the Lord every night, I have for years, I ask the Lord every night, Father, open up revelation however you want to give it to me. However you want to, if it's a dream, or if it's a spiritual encounter, I just want to tell you that the stuff that I'm operating in just recently is part of the office of a prophet. And it's been years and years of development and it doesn't make me any better. And it doesn't make anybody else any better who has these types of things. Don't feel less. Any of you do not feel less. The Lord loves you. Ask them to speak to you. It's an amazing thing. This is why we developed our online activation school, Hearing the Voice of God 365. I really heard the Lord. You know, it's a lot of, it was a lot to write it and record it and do everything. And it took us a couple years to do. But I heard the Lord say, Make it affordable, make it easy access so people can do this that can't afford to go off to a ministry school because I'm going to start using it and I'm going to start using it to open up people to experience in the supernatural, to have dreams and understand their dreams and visions and different things like that. And that's what we do in the school. And we try. And my biggest thing is, is quote, how to learn to discern. You can. If Hebrews 5.14 says, but solid food is for the mature who constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. That's what I've done constantly. 
journaling, doing different things. I'm not striving. I'm flowing in the spirit. That's why we seek first uh, the kingdom of God. So you'll look forward to his, read my book because it'll really help you. Uh, and um, anyway, here's one from Julie. Oh, no, that was for Julie. Uh, I feel like it's in my spirit. Can I see? Let's see. I could feel it in my spirit. Can I? Can you see my questions? Oh, in other words, someone is saying this. Uh, I, I've lost what that question was. Is that maybe they're asking me if I can discern what their question is? Uh, well, not at the moment. I can't. Most people expect me to, you know, like many prophets, you know, uh, to give them a prophetic word when I show up. I used to do that, but my gift is shifted now. It's different, and uh, and so. Yeah, so my gift has indeed shifted, and things are are. Uh, I, I tend to shift things over people; they change, you know. Uh, and anyway, here's uh, here's a question from Warrior Thirty: Is praying and fasting during the night more powerful than praying and fasting during the day? No, it doesn't matter when you pray and fast; doesn't make it any, any more powerful at all. Does it matter? It, what matters is the timing of the Lord, you know. Uh, and if you fast at night, I, everybody fasts at night, right? <laughs> anyway, because um, that's why they call it break fast in the morning for breakfast. But no, it's not. In fact, uh, some people have been fasting too much. Some people don't fast enough. I was fasting too much. Therefore, the Lord called me off of fasting and told me to fast from fasting. I kid you not. I've been fasting for years. And the heavens opened over me because it changed my heart. I was trying to do it to turn God's heart instead of get my heart turned to him. I was trying to turn his hand with fasting. And what God wants to do is is to become your father. He wants you to be able to have an intimate relationship with him. And that sometimes comes through fasting, but a lot of times it doesn't. And I was pushing too hard. That's what God's doing right now. He's becoming a father to the fatherless. Here's a question. I have a very strong gift of discernment since I was a child. Hey, me too. Almost like when I walk into a room, the spiritual um, the spiritual is louder than natural. How do you process this without being overwhelmed? Yeah, welcome to the club. Uh, and I tell you, for years, I'm, I am not kidding you. My wife will attest to this for the number of years, right when I came out of the cult, even, gosh, until I, wow, maybe even... Uh, another 10 years in the kingdom. I had this strong discernment gift and I had to begin to quiet it down. And But at the same time, you don't want to shut it down. And I've had the same thing. Uh, uh, very similar to what you're talking about. You don't want to shut the gift down. So what you do is you ask God to filter out and you begin to pray and have other people pray for you and have them filter out things. I used to hear demons because I had the gift of discernment. But let me give you a clue. What good is there in hearing demons if they're liars? You know, demons are liars. Don't listen to demons. And you, you'll do much better listening to angels. But at the same time, and it's a gift called discernment of spirits. But if it's, up, if it's overwhelming you, ask God then to quiet those things down and to amplify what's in his, what he's saying. And so it will take some practice. And again, I'm not trying to pitch our school, but this is some of the stuff we deal with that in Hearing God uh, 365. Good question, and it's not an easy answer. How do you contend for what God has, has told me to do, uh, <clears throat> has told me is done in heaven? All right, now there's, a, there's some misunderstandings 
about this idea that everything's done in heaven for us. So then now you don't really have to bring it onto earth yet. You don't have to do anything. You just need to you know, come into agreement with heaven. You still need to contend for the things in heaven. Yes, you're healed in heaven. I tell you, I've walked through three years of extreme afflictions. My, yes, and in heaven I was not sick. But guess what? On earth I was. I was one of the few people who would admit it. I was, but I didn't believe that. I didn't believe that I was sick, but I had to contend on earth for the things that was already done in heaven. So there is a misunderstanding about what contending means. Contending means that you need to uh, align your faith. You need to come into agreement with words, declarations. Get the word of God to become your only reality. There's things that align you to allow heaven to open. If you're not walking in it right now, I want to tell you there's something stopping it. That's what a contending means is to get one of the things is to get rid of the thing that's stopping it. And it might be a mindset. It might be, you know, adjusting some things. It might be some stuff that you need to get healed in your soul. There's all kinds of different things. It's called a healing strategy. And by the way, I forgot to mention this, but we've extended our uh, my uh, my uh, webinar I did on healing, and you can you can get it for the next two weeks. Still, the replay for th- uh, for for uh, thirty seven dollars, which is a very good price for two hours of, of of high level teaching on this subject on how to develop a strategy from heaven to break through what it is that you are called to do. All right, so I got one last question. Uh, what? Let me get to it. I'm going to find it again. I had it in front of me. I'm still looking. Okay, somehow I clicked off. Okay, here it is by Taylor. Is What is a breaker anointing? Well, anointings are callings and, um, and they're giftings from God. But an anointing is something that God, the Holy Spirit kind of amplifies. He gives you more. It's dunamis power, dynamite power. He'll give you more. So the the anointing comes. A breaker anointing is something that can break things off of other people or off of yourself or break through situations. That's what a breaker anointing is. Uh, I, I don't know how many places in the Bible that you actually see it, but you do see it in action. You see that Jesus showing up and things breaking open. You know, the same with the disciples. Things will break open because of what they brought with them. All right. I hope that makes sense to you. And uh, I'm going to, um, we're going to, we capture all your questions, by the way. And then we, later on, we, we try to work them into my podcasts and things like that. So I want to encourage you then to, to check out DougAddison.com. Uh, and I was going to mention, I wanted to get the exact name for it, but uh, I had the webinar that uh, that I did last month and we've extended it. I might have erased it, but uh, it is a webinar, uh, a replay uh, for bringing healing to your body, soul, and spirit. But I just somehow I forgot the, I forgot the name of it. Sorry. And so I want to encourage you then to uh, go to my website, DougAddison.com. Grab hold of the daily prophetic words if you don't have them already. And we have a new app coming out. Did I say that? Yeah, we have a we have a smartphone app coming out soon. Uh, also, there's a the um, <clears throat> Facebook 
Twitter, Instagram, and um, you can check out my uh, Spirit Connection podcast that, that gets released every week as well as blogs. All right, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now that you would open up this word, open up these questions even, open up the heavens over us. And we say yes to what you're doing, Lord. Yes to heaven. We say yes to on earth as it is in heaven. Show us how to contend for the thing. Show us your timing. Bring reality in. Uh, bring heaven into our reality right now. I pray for those who need healing. I pray right now for those who need to, to hear your voice right now. I pray for visitations, dreams, and visions in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Again, go to my website, DougAddison.com. Thanks to my entire staff. Bless you all.